0: Good morning. Um, Today is Yudalit Shvat. We're at the beginning of chapter 21. Um, By the way, I will not be here tomorrow or Monday. No. But the good news and bad news, the good news is that it's extremely short Tanya over the next few days. (laughs) Like it's literally like some of the Tanyas are like like one paragraph. Um, Shabbos is obviously a whole chapter Because that's it's a leap year And that's what Shabbos does to us on leap years Funnily enough Fun stuff um, But For the sake of like our conversation here I'm gonna do today's Tanya That's what I'm gonna do Okay Eric, No, I'm gonna just try to like Leave us off today with like a broader scope So that when we come back on Tuesday It's like there's, it's very funny for me to like there's this like entire community of people that like listen online and then there's like people here that like only listen for the few days in the middle of the week but the people online listen like every day (laughs) it's really fun so my own brain trip okay anyways um we're in the middle of chapter 21 we're in the middle of these seven chapters that are teaching us two things hi good morning That are teaching us two things they're first of all teaching us that we are able to access our godly soul. That's the first thing that these chapters are teaching us, that we have inside of us a space that is not earned or worked on to get, or that you have to go to therapy to receive, or that you have to learn chassidus to receive, or that you have to do anything. It's, it's yours by nature of the fact that you are, uh, that you are from the ancestral line of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. It's yours by virtue of the fact that you have a kiss, that you have inside of yourself this place of chachma, this godly soul, this self, it's, it's the ultimate version of your godly soul, of your chelaka So, in these chapters, we're talking about number one, that you have it, and number two, what does it feel? What does it look like? How does it experience life? And um, what we're basically saying, we, I mean, we've been saying this every day, but what, what this godly soul sees life as is unity of God. That's how this soul sees life, and not unity of God to the exception of the world being here. The unity of God that when I now see the world, what I see is a reflection of Hashem. When I see the animal soul, I don't not see the animal soul. I'm able to make the differentiation that this is the animal soul, and I'm able to be present with it and hear with it because I see and because I know that this is actually one with God. So just a little bit of a backdrop for a second. Last night, a bunch of things happened last night that were, like, both tied into the Tanya these days. Um, first of all, I was listening to, I don't know if anyone's listened to it, like, why, why. Oh, that's so nice, honestly. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I feel like we I just, know, like, got transported. i into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really black. Look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: it's, it's dark outside. Really outside nice. because, it's, because there's no sunlight. I mean, there is. It's kind of like, calm. Light. It's, it's, so it's calm, but it's also it's tired.
0: Really My eyes, like, go down. Wait,
1: what if you just turn on the Label.
0: This yeah. reminds me yeah. of, oh. of the first space meeting we ever had. <laughs> it was oh, here. Like weird. Yeah. What's up, no, the like, wine. wine glasses? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're still there. They're plastic. It's Basically, why I gave this like, um, navigating Shaduchim, Kyes thing last night? Did anyone listen to it? No? Huh?
1: Okay.
0: Something like that. I don't know. I went on for four seconds i <laughs> not Okay. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you, did you hear, you, why did you turn it off? Because I wasn't. Fantastic. Okay. So I only went on for like the last like half an hour. So I don't know what the beginning was like, and I probably would have turned it off if I went on in the beginning, but I was, I was just happy. I think the word is, I don't know what the word is, but I was hearing him say something that like I say a lot that I'm like, Hey, finally, I'm hearing somebody else say it. And, but he actually gave an even more of a source from Tanya for it that, you know how we talk, I talk a lot about like the godly soul parenting, the animal soul, right? Like, I use that example. So he said this, he was saying this example that, like, Rebbe Label, Label Groner went to the Rebbe and said, like, should I marry this person? And the Rebbe says to him, like, oh, you know, you, your mother can't make the decision, your eye can't make the decision, even your brain can't make the decision, but your heart has to make the decision. And, like, he, in, he was saying it in this class as a, as a way of, like, your heart has to be involved. And somebody asked a question in the class saying, like, we always are taught that we have to control our hearts, Right, like, what are you talking about? And he said, very similar to everything that we've been talking about here, that your heart is not the enemy, your animal soul is not the enemy. Meichin are, the, to, are the, to, the 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 midas are the toldos are the children of the meichin of the mind. You're, and then and he was saying something so funny. He wasn't even giving the contrast. Right, he was basically like, I was waiting for him to be like, it's possible that you weren't parented like this, but basically saying that the ideal parents when their children are giggling and laughing and crying and being children, emanating themselves as children, in an ideal world, parents don't say, Sha, 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 we need a a quiet house or stay in the desk all day. Or, right, like in 2023, we already know that that's not, it's not where it's at. It's not, parents are there to actually nurture the child, to be who the child actually is. And that's where we're coming from with Tanya right now. We're, at this perspective where we're looking at our animal soul and we're saying I know that you are not the enemy and I know that I have the power to actually guide you and nurture you and tend to you in a way that allows you to be your fullest self and I know that when that happens we're we're Mashiach there's no more enemies anymore there's no more antagonists anymore there's no you see but do you see how it's it's coming from this perspective of it's it's why why is it possible why are we able to believe that our mind is able to shalit al haleh that our mind is actually able to guide our heart instead of just cancel our heart out. What where, where does that come from? Mind and heart, we can talk about it more like, okay, we're kind of used to that language, but what about God, the soul, and animal soul? We're not used to that. We're, or, or the real stuff, the real stuff that we have, <laughs> like the real stuff of darkness that we have. And it's like the altar is teaching us, like can we find the perspective from which we look at ev- every single thing that will ever come up inside of our lives. Everything. Like, every, like, again, like, if we're making an exception, then, like, where do the exceptions end? Can we find the space inside of us that this chachma that has this perspective that we've been talking about for the past few chapters that sees reality and every single thing within reality as mamish, the expression of the oneness of Hashem. And not the expression of the oneness of Hashem. Even my language. even we, we hardly ever go there with language. It's not, oh, there's Hashem's oneness that is then emanating down into this thing. This thing is happening within Hashem's oneness. There's no, there's no differentiation. Thus, what does that mean about this moment? Oh, so whatever. It's all the same anyway. So whatever, animal soul. Godly soul says, this moment is Hashem's breath. I can breathe here. I can I can see this moment with clarity with confidence with with light I can approach this moment from a place of my godly soul and th- and then choose make the choice I can try to choose <laughs> but I can I can be in that state of like it's I'm in the driver's seat now not in the driver's seat I I know I keep going to the other extreme because it's just so easy to go there but not in the driver's seat of like oh let me now make sure that we never make any mistakes again and that we never get anxious again and that we never get sad again and that blah blah like all that stuff no it's like this infinite radiating space of wholeness from which i have clarity in my life and from which i can be confident and present and open-hearted to the to the joy and to the grief to the presence i am essentially alive and what, like everything is perfectly good right now and also open hearted to the desire of that which I'm waiting for the desire to get married the desire for things to change the desire for Mashiach to come the desire to, for, the, for things to, to shift but the, yeah <laughs>
1: thanks um, oh my voice <clears throat> so the past few days you were talking about how, I mean what if you read the Tani inside it's like oh Hashem is just like everything and we focus on this like we focus on this amazing concept we focus on our love then you know it will translate into action maybe I'm mixing this up with like something else I'm learning we
0: focus on our love it will translate into action
1: how like focus on the infinity of like of Hashem and just like the how he is everything and how you know like our connection with him and, yeah, then. and that will lead to action and the small things like, so
0: we didn't we didn't actually say that yet
1: Okay, well, sorry. Can you we didn't ref- get there right. I think I'm mixing it up we're, with something else. That's the
0: beginning of Parrot Gimel. Eventually, we're going to get to a place, but by Parrot Chaf Gimel, we're going to get to a place where we're going to say, whoa, Hashem is everything. Okay. There's no escape. So the Mesiris Nefesh like, thing that we were learning, right? That's so,
1: what we were
0: doing. So the mysterious Nefesh thing is not, is we're, we're starting on a big scale. That the fact that Hashem is everything from that place, there's no more differentiation. My body and my soul mean the same thing. So if in the moment that I need to, that I'm faced with either, it, it, usually <coughs> I can reveal Hashem's unity through living. But if in a moment where... Wow, hi. Okay. In a moment, if somebody's saying, this, this moment is calling upon you to reveal Hashem's unity through dying, in that moment, because from that space of Chachma, my body and my soul really... There's no, sur- there's no need for survival. There's no codependence on needing to survive. There's no fear of death. There's just Hashem's unity. So what if in, so, like, the,
1: what if in the daily days, like, even though like, we're learning all of this, and I'm like, oh, I, 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 I obviously don't get it. Like, I... I think I like. I think I can appreciate the significance, but I, but like,
0: what does it have to do is with it, my life? Is it
1: that like only when it's truly DOS internalized will it affect? Because no, like no, because I'm noticing the parts of me that say I don't want that yes. to change. Like yes. I, 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 like I don't want to be good. Like I just wanna,
0: all my I notes today. Listen, I've, I've been I, chipping I just, on it too.
1: I want to like, I I be in Galas. I <laughs> just want to listen to my animal soul right now. Like I know. A really. To do that. I know. And I don't want to, change. and it's not like it's like a moment. And I'm like, ah, oh, I can focus on like what's truly happening, and then I can, I can focus on what's truly happening, and it still is not changing. It does not just mean that it's not
0: in daas; I it know. hasn't reached a level of daas yet. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna. I don't want to talk about the answer right now because, first of all, we have the next like two weeks to delve more into these chapters. It's not just going away anytime soon. Altar, but it's very small split ups in, in the actual Hebrew. But I want us to focus on the question because it's moments it's what I prepared to talk about today because in my learning of this I'm hearing myself what does it mean about me if I start believing that everything is Hashem I, I, I mean, I'm going to give you two examples so that literally I was thinking about when I was thinking about today's Tanya first of all in my own therapy my therapist literally just recently I was talking to her and I was basically like like we were talking about like the potential for like coming to a place of freedom in a certain area of my life like that it's actually possible to let go of, like, the chains, like, holding me on to, like, this area of anxiety and, like, step into a state of freedom. And, like, I'm literally crying to her, I don't want to do that. I do not want to do that. I do not want to do that. And the discussion turned less into where is it possible to go and more into why do you feel like you need to stay here? what is your animal soul convincing you about the positives it's not exactly what we were just talking about like what is the animal soul telling you that being in this state of animal soul is actually serving you and is actually being helpful for you so that just one thing and then last night and i was being a therapist it's very funny how there's both aspects of my life what you could write
1: sequel for
0: maybe you should talk to someone that's funny maybe you should maybe i should talk to someone you know yeah. yeah but i'm We're saying okay maybe <laughs> <laughs> um anyways last night it, in one of my sessions I, it was just such a fast i was hearing my like and my therapist always tells me this she's like yeah huh? like cause at this point my own therapy has become like processing with about my clients it's like it's a lot it's a lot of because it turns out and my therapist was like laughing about it she's like yep Hashem's humor is very funny like you're gonna get all the clients that you need to trigger you into your own healing and then she said she so she was so sweet about it she's like your clients will push you to growth and you push me to grow like you mean like and she said it's like adorable example she's like date trees when you plant date trees you have to plant them close together because then their roots intermingle and the more that their roots intermingle the sweeter the dates like that's like scientifically that's how it goes She's like, that's what it is. When, you, when you're faced up against something, it, you know. Anyways, in one of my sessions last night, this girl, she's a teenager, and we were talking about like how some of her um, maladaptive coping skills in, in, in like psychological terms, but basically like skills, coping skills that she has that are not healthy for her body um, are actually helping her. And like, when, like, you know, when I asked her a question, like, do you actually, you know, wanna stop doing that? Like, it's not an obvious no. It's like, well, a part of me does because it hurts and it's uncomfortable. But another part of me is like, no, this is helping me. This is... And it turned into this really interesting discussion of, like... Okay, we'll go beyond that for a second. But basically, we ended up talking about how she, throughout her life... Hi. 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 Wow. you guys say funny? Just this morning, I was thinking about you and thinking about, like, that you never come anymore. And, like, oh, it was in my mind. It's very funny. It's <laughs> but she was basically telling me about like a friend that she has that, well, friend, quote unquote friend, who has been very, very mean to her throughout her life. And we've talked about this girl in the past. And basically, it was very interesting to hear. She was basically saying she was not able to say that girl really is mean. Why? Because that girl was so mean to her that she actually changed her personality to suit that girl. Then that girl stopped being mean to her because I guess she just gave up on her, like whatever. But now this, my client feels like I am in a better position now because I'm not being that annoying person that that girl was telling me that I, that I was. Do you know what I'm saying? So, so she's telling me like, no, like I'm glad that she was mean to me, but she wasn't even able to say mean to me. Like, it's almost like she was being honest. Her telling me that I'm a nuisance, and I'm annoying, and I'm ugly, and I'm all these things, like, she was, she was honest, like, that was true, and I needed to hear those things, because it's, it's true about me, and I needed to change, and in the meantime, you know, and she's saying that, that, she, it, we had, we had already talked about, like, the fact that she feels so often like a burden, you know, and she's telling me that that girl would always tell her that she talks too much, and she's annoying, and I'm like, so, you know, like, just noticing a bit, you know, and she was noticing in herself, it was, it was a very powerful session, but, at one point, I asked her, I'm like, you know, I, I wonder if you could, fi- like, find, because I know that she had, she loves somebody. I knew that already about her. I asked her, I'm like, I want you just for a moment, like, think about somebody that you love, like, that person that you love. She's like, okay. And I'm like, now imagine that that person was doing to you what you were doing to that friend, okay? And it was a very, like, small thing. I, I don't want to, like, give too many examples. Not that anybody is <laughs> talking about that has anything to do with my job, but... Like, it was a very, like, like, simple thing. Like, imagine, like, uh, like, something that we all do. You know what I mean? Like, looking in the mirror. Like, oh, my God, you're so weird that you keep looking in the mirror kind of thing. Right? Oh, wow. I must be... Right? So I'm like, imagine that person that you love. Now imagine that person doing to you or in front of you the things that you did to her. I'm, like, how, how do you feel towards that person? And her whole body, like, literally, like, like was, like, right, like, in the other conversation, literally, her body, right, like... The, the anxiousness in this conversation now her body is like more expansive and almost like reaching to like this invisible person that she's loving and thinking about and she basically says she's like i i would feel sad because that girl doesn't deserve she, she doesn't deserve to feel that way right and like she was even saying like she's like i would be she said she said the word mad she's like i'd be mad because like it's just so not true like right and but then it led, led into an even more it wasn't the end of it it wasn't like it's not true and so don't keep doing that it was like even if the behavior will shift it can shift not because you're not good enough if you're like that but because you're you're precious you don't have to keep asking for attention because you i want to give you attention like it's i'm going on a trip in my own mind right now but basically the end of the, sto- the end of the saga the end of like the thing was just like noticing like do we have to grow from a place of antagonism or can we grow from a place of love? And to me, what the is teaching us right now is that as we journey through this conversation with our animal soul and as we come back to our animal soul, notice the structure of Tanya. We said, you have an animal soul, you have a godly soul. You will always have a godly soul, you have an animal soul. Your godly soul sees your animal soul as also oneness with God. Now let's go back to the animal soul. Now let's go and have a conversation. Now let's go and grow in the ways that we want to grow. But to, to try to grow from a place of, I need to get over this because this is actually this huge, big obstacle right now. Or I need this stage of my life to be over because this is actually this big monster. Or I need this part of my personality to change because otherwise I'm a loser and I'm a failure. We're, we're entrenching ourselves into Gullus. We're digging the, our holes deeper because we're just animal soul all, all, all the way down, turtles all the way down. But then it's like, then you go back to noticing, well, why, why am I so addicted to that logic? Why am I so addicted to, to that toxic friend? Why am I so obsessed with not calling that friend out on her mean behavior? Why am I so obsessed? It's like, it's like an alcoholic Coming to an alcoholic and saying, bro, there's healing available. Like, you could not only be free from your addiction to alcohol, you could be free from all addiction. You could live a life of freedom, not life with no pain. Pain is life force energy, but a life of freedom. And it's like that alcoholic then looking back at you and being like, I just need my alcohol. I just need my alcohol. And you're like, do you know what's available to you? Do you know what's available to you? But for some reason, that person has they've come to a, a dependence on that this is my savior this this ze, this Ilam Haze is my savior you know this whatever belief that i'm having about fill in the blank is my savior and now it's like uh, where i don't want to go anywhere else i'm scared what, what and i just bless us all if, if i'm making any sense right know this is like applying at all to for your own at some point today at some point like notice what it is that's coming up for you in this conversation of like where you don't want to expand your vision. You know, for me, for me, I know for myself, a lot of it for marriage was a huge one for me. Like, I didn't even want to be somebody who could say, I'm okay not being single. I'm not okay being single. I want to get married. But to be somebody that can say, I am in love with my life even while I'm single. And yes, I also desire to get married, but not to the exception of being in love with my life while I'm single like I'm holding both at the same time, for, for me to even get there, I had to go through like, wait, I don't even want to be there. What does that mean about me if I'm there? If I'm there, then will I ever get married? <laughs> if I'm there, then, well, what's going to happen? Mostly it was, will I ever get married? It was this automatic animal souls, this stress of you shouldn't be single. You can't be single. It was actually my animal soul trying to protect me, trying to get me married. <laughs> but, but I would never have known that unless I tried to journey towards the guula, you know? So, okay, let's go inside, but we're just noticing that the space of Achtus Hashem doesn't disclude anything, and yet it doesn't, it doesn't exclude anything, and yet you're seeing everything that you're seeing clearly. You're seeing reality, but you're seeing reality as Achtus Hashem. It's like, okay, let's go inside. Um, we're talking now, thank God we're finally here very grateful that we've been talking about this muscle i feel like this whole time in class i've been talking so slowly because like it's been like coming from like my like gut instead of like my brain like i don't know if you notice noticed but my actual like words are coming out so slow like it's like not like we're talking about the difference between guula and Golas. that's much what we're talking about we're talking about the difference between being under the disguise of klipa versus being in a state of our sof, being in a state of Chachma consciousness. It's, it's, the, I think the craziest part to me is like the accessibility of being able to access it. You know what I mean? That it's not something that, it's like, it's, it's the truth of our souls when it's redeemed from all the, the layers. Which is just wild. Um, anyways, we're talking about this mushal about like that the world, right, is actually like the speech of Hashem. Right, Divri, the world is דבר Havaya. What does it mean? The speech. Speech is something that comes from something so deep within me, so infinite within me, and then is expressed. And we're basically saying that Hashem's speech, the the world as we see it, isn't just world. It's the it's the reflection of this infinite context from which it came. That was parakhavah, parakh And I still am curious why parakhav Chaf and chafalah are split into two parakin, because to me they, it's one conversation because. You can't have Parekh without saying Parekh because the, the natural question after Parekh is like, so then what? Hashem's infinite, but then Hashem creates a world and now the world is finite. Hashem's infinite, but then Hashem creates, okay, great, Hashem is over there, but then Hashem's creating a world. Now child is separate from mother. Parekh says, child has actually never left mother. Child has never left mother. The child remains inside of the mother. All the characteristics about Hashem Remain true about the world. Also, all of the depth of desire and love, that origin, origin place before your word was formed, that Hashem, that the origin before which Hashem breathed the world into being, remains present within the world as it is now. You can go through many different like examples within the Torah that we see this. Like it, you can go all the way from like Hashem coming with us to Mitzrayim, right, to like. Like you can see it in many places of Tyre, but that's we're basically saying that like reality is not reality is not reality, but reality is hashem and it's complicated to say that because then you're going to say what are you going to say oh reality is hashem oh so then hashem is a uh three by nine foot table no, but a three by nine foot table is it, you can't say it, it's it's you can't say it you know what I mean but there's no there's no why can't you say it? Okay, it's interesting. Okay, let's go inside. The Midas of Hashem are not like the Midas of Basar Vedam, like humans. When a person says something, When a person speaks, the breath that, from which their speech comes, stays over there right and now the breath of their speech becomes the origin of their speech stays over there but now this the word is now happening outside of me you can feel my breath when i'm talking it's something now outside of me <speaking in Hebrew> his speech is never separate from him <speaking in Hebrew> because there is nothing that is separate from him see like somehow you can say that but then you can't say that every we say it Casually, everything is God. And honestly, I'm personally less concerned with us trying to figure out how this table is God. Like honestly, scientists know that already, that this table is actually 99.9 bar empty space. It doesn't exist. It's my consciousness of this table that's creating this table right now. Like nothing exists. Everything is just vibrating energy. (laughs) So science has already figured out how the world is one with God. My main preoccupation (laughs) is figuring out how my internal life and my experience of my life is also one with God. For me to be able to be in any moment that I will ever encounter, present and also knowing about my future, that no matter what moment that I will ever encounter, going to my past, every moment that I ever encountered, including my own choices, have not been separate from God, have not been separate from the one divine loving story of life. There's one story, there's one abister, and there's no moment that's outside of that present truth there is no space that is devoid of him it's like you're hearing that and it's like but i want to stay outside of this i want what not knowing this will give me more than what knowing this will give me i want the addiction more than the freedom i want the anxiety more than the more than the peace why why go in why What's going on there? What is your animal soul actually asking for? And can your godly soul actually give it to it way better than the animal soul can give it to itself? Yeah. Can we go into some of the why's? Like, let's say, like, just a few of the basic ones. Like, let's say, if you, let's say, if you know that everything's from Hashem, yeah. then it kind of is less stable than if you know that everything's from you. Mm. Ooh, I finally did it, so,
1: like, for, like, things
0: like that, like, you have way less control. Right. If I can control it, That's... at least I have some semblance of control. If I'm, letting, if I'm believing that Hashem is in control, what the heck is going to happen? Anything, October 7th can happen. Like, anything can happen. I may never, if, if I believe that Hashem is the one who decides if I get married, I may never get married. <laughs> I need to be the one to control if that happens. Uh. Ouch. We talked about this yesterday a bit. I don't have an answer, honestly. I really don't have an answer intellectually because we're talking about emunah. No. I do not know that Hashem is good <laughs> and that Hashem is going to give us everything we need and that Mashiach is going to come. I, I can't know that. That's not, the basic tenet of Yiddishkeit is that that is emuna and not seichel. You know what I mean? I do, what I do know is that for myself when I have found and when I continue to find the space inside of myself that reflects Hashem in that way and that can look at myself and say, not only God will be with you wherever you may end up going, wherever, whatever, whatever ends up happening, God will be with you, but it's when I can find that space of godliness inside of myself that can say, I will be with you wherever you end up going. And it's interesting, we were talking about this yesterday after Tanya, but it's, it, it is Hashem, it is the Hashem inside of me, it's not different. You know, but it's sometimes that language, I think, is sometimes the place to start because God is very big. And some people may have an easier time starting with God. But I personally have a much harder time starting with saying that, oh, like, who cares that God is going to be with me everywhere? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, you know. But for me, when I can find the place inside of myself that, that says, yeah, it's possible that the worst possible thing may end up happening, and I will not abandon myself there. I, like, Hashem will not. There's no. There's no darkness that is not where Hashem is, and there's no space to which I will ever go that I will say, "Up, oh, I'm gonna. You're on your own there. I won't love you anymore there. There, you just gonna have to figure it out yourself. You're not gonna be lovable if that happens, you know. And I think that again, I don't know the intellectual answer to your question. Other, I mean, the intellectual answer to that question to me is like it's Imuna, not seichel. But that to me, that's a cop out. It's, a, it's not a cop-out because it's real and it's part of the conversation. But if you really want to get into the discovering and the real exploration of, like, how do I actually make this real to me? How can I actually live with that amuna? It's the inner work of finding that space of God inside of ourselves that can say that, that can I can actually hear this voice. You know? Like, to hear that, to hear that voice. And then from that place, honestly, it's, it's actually interesting because, like, from that place, it's funny. Like... <laughs> It's kind of like, you almost have to be able to hold both, both extremes. Like on the one hand, like even if you get to that deepest place of darkness, I will be with you there. But also like, you're not going to get to that deepest place of darkness. Like you're amazing. You're ama- Of course, you're going to get good in your life. Of course, love is going to keep finding you. Of course, the world is just going to keep opening for you. Right? So now you have this imuna and Bitachan sandwich happening inside of ourselves. Thank you for bringing that up because it's really. If if I could have one conversation every single day, it would probably be that conversation. Like, have I found like we say like oh did you like, did you have like a moment of guula today? Like to me like that's a moment of guula. Like having that open-hearted experience of <laughs> my I feel my nishama alive in my body and it's not conditional. It's not conditional. That there isn't something, like that girl, like my, like my client, like, oh, but if I act a certain way, then I am worthy of being treated bad because oh, I, I'm not allowed to be needy, right? There's a condition there. There's If I show up a certain way, then maybe Hashem won't be with me anymore, aka, maybe then I won't be worthy of my own love anymore. Then I'm going to, you know, okay, fine. If I get to... This is like super personal at this point, but like I'm just gonna go with it. When I I, I recently turned 25, when I turned 25, I pushed it. Sorry. Had a mental breakdown, not mental breakdown, class I'm like not so extreme, but like I basically was like panicking for like a week, and I didn't know why. I thought that it was because like my, I thought like all these things were going on in my life, like whatever. I was like, hey, it's all it's all that it's everything's fault. But then when I like went in, I had a therapy about it. I basically realized very quickly that I have done a tremendous amount of inner work on finding the place inside of myself that says momish unconditional love unconditional acceptance including of my animal soul and trust me that doesn't mean that I don't feel pain anymore but it means that when pain comes up I say hi instead of ah right and I was noticing that in my brain and in my animal soul my animal soul still had my animal soul still had a voice that said kana this is great that you've done all this work but there is a time limit there's a time limit it's great that you found that you're unconditionally worthy of love even if you're not married it's great that you found that your husband isn't actually the answer to all your problems <laughs> you know it's great that you found that but if you turn 28 and you're still not married, it won't be true anymore. There's a time limit. There's a space of time with which you could potentially get to that this won't be true anymore, that you will not be worthy of believing this about yourself. And so my inner system was literally freaking out because like all the inner work that I've done it was like it's as if it didn't exist because if there could be a time if we could get to a point of reality about which we're going to say Hashem is not there anymore, then then there's gaps in the system. Then we're not so it was wild and it was ended up being this tremendous breakthrough for me that going through my animal soul ended up bringing me closer to my going through my animal soul from the perspective of my godly soul brought me closer to my godly soul brought me closer to my higher self because it's like if i didn't have that experience i would never have gotten to the point of wow actually yes actually unconditionally actually there is no time limit you know i could be 1500 years old <laughs> and have Everything wrong with me that I ever thought would ever be wrong with me, and even there, Hashem will be. Even there, I will choose myself. I will love myself. I did not break that. I loved that. I went into it with love. I asked that place inside of me, What do you actually want? What was the pain? The pain wasn't, the pain was, I want, I'm scared that if you keep getting older, you're going to stop loving me oh, hi, I didn't know you felt that way. You know what I mean? But what, what's that place inside of me that says, oh, wow, I didn't know you felt that way because I had access to my godly soul. If I was still in my animal soul consciousness and I heard that voice, it'd be like, yeah, if you keep getting older, I will stop loving you. That is really actually scary. My godly soul is not scared of getting older. My godly soul literally is not scared of anything. Not to the exclusion of my godly soul doesn't want to get married. Of course my godly soul wants to get married. But my godly soul isn't afraid of not getting married. See, my animal soul is very afraid <laughs> because it's learned through a lifetime of, Baruch Hashem, many, call it Hollywood, call it society, call it, call it from every angle, you don't have husband, you are not worthy of life. You know, you don't have a committed relationship, You there is something wrong with you. And it's like my animal soul, it's like, yo, bro, <laughs> but my godly soul is not, not my, my godly soul gives that animal soul what it actually wants, which is, a place to belong and, a, and that home that it thinks it can get through husband and, it, and at some point husband does give a sense of home but hopefully it's not coming from that codependent place plenty of people do get married from that codependent, codependent place and then later on in their marriage they have to do the same work everybody has to do the same work at some point you know what I mean learning to find God inside of myself instead of in everything around me instead of the Ilam Haze around me or the people around me okay guys wow I'm finishing today, Hashem's of the not like our Burgessberg thoughts. the the so, if Hashem's speech is not actually being separate from him like our speech, why is Hashem's speech called speech? And the answer is, is because it does have one element of our speech, which is that it reveals that which was previously hidden. Before Hashem's the the, the, the Ilamites were not revealed. With Hashem's speech, they became revealed. Not meaning that they were separate, but that they were revealed. Hashem's <speaking in Hebrew> Just like our speech reveals what was previously hidden, Hashem, also His speech reveals the worlds into being. To create worlds through this speech. And these are the 10 words, the 10 sayings that Hashem creates the world. And also we know that Hashem looks into the Torah to create the world. The Torah is the blueprint for the world, which is also Hashem's speech which is Hashem's creation of himself into reality, essentially. And yet the reality that Hashem is creating is not separate from him. (laughs) Everybody flowing how that whole for bringing was today's Tanya? Yeah? Okay, well, uh, I won't be here tomorrow, but I guess you can listen if you want. But as with Hashem, over the next few days, I'm going to just... We had the for bringing today. I'm going to try to just be... uh, more succinct. No, I and if I'm not, I will accept myself about it. <laughs>